It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Support for this podcast comes from Microsoft Surface. Now more than ever, you need a laptop that can be as adaptable as you are. Introducing Microsoft Surface Laptop Go. Finally, a premium laptop at an affordable price. Starting at just $549, its light, thin design, vibrant touchscreen, powerful processor, and built-in HD camera and mic turns any room in your home into a classroom, office, or study hall. Available in three amazing colors the whole family will love. Visit surface.com slash laptop go for more details. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99, and our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Locked on Warriors. This is Grant Liffman. And I'm Drew Schiller. And we are here to talk to you about the Warriors every five days, I would say. Five days a week? Five days a week. That sounds nice. That's what we do. That's what we do. Uh, Drew, today... It was nuts. We, we already started this, like... We've been talking about how crazy this summer is going to be, and we're always worried that, like, we say that every year. But it finally already broke through today. Um, do you want to... You run through the list of everything that just happened today. Okay, here we go. Rapid fire. All right, it starts this morning when Adrian Wojnarowski reports that Paul Gasol is going to decline his $16.2 million option, which is going to free up some space for the Spurs to, to potentially do some stuff. Then Woj reports that Chris Stapp's Porzingis is apparently available in a trade. Then Mark Stein says that the Pacers and the Lakers are engaged in talks around Paul George. Then the big one, Adrian Wojnarowski... Uh, reports that the Lakers trade D'Angelo Russell and Timofey Mozgov to the Nets for Brooke Lopez and the 27th pick in Thursday's draft. Then Mark Spears breaks the news that the Hawks are sending Dwight Howard and the 31st pick to Charlotte. And by the way, in his tweet, he said the Charlotte Bobcats, which was a uh, a mistake. That was funny. <laughs> I know. Mark Spears, he's a great guy, friend of the show. Uh, anyway, sending Dwight Howard and the 31st pick for Miles Plumley, Marco Bellinelli, former Warrior. And the 41st pick. Then uh, David Aldridge reports that the Lakers, after doing the trade uh, with for sending D'Angelo Russell out, engaged the Kings on a deal that basically would have sent the number two overall pick to Sacramento for the fifth and tenth pick. Then the Lakers were going to package one of those two picks with their two late first round picks at number 27 and 28 include one of their players to send to Indiana for Paul George. Then David Aldridge reports that Jimmy Butler has informed the Cavs that he actually wants to stay in Chicago and not go to Cleveland. Then Chris Haynes reports that the Clippers are kind of sending out feelers to see a team's interest in DeAndre Jordan. And apparently the Clippers asked the Suns for Tyson Chandler and the number four pick in the draft, which in my opinion is hilarious because I would never do that trade if I was the Suns. And then, oh yeah, by the way, Kawhi Leonard got rid of his cornrows. That might be the biggest deal of them all. Agreed. Like I actually blocked out half the things you just said. I just don't even remember what you said, but then you said the cornrows about Kawhi Leonard and 
I feel like today's pod, we should just talk about fashion and hairstyles. Yeah, I think that's a yeah. good idea. Should we talk about Zaza Pachulia uh, stepping under Kawhi, or should we not talk about <laughs> yeah. that? No, there's nothing to talk about. All that. right, so all of that stuff happened in the NBA today. Probably a couple other little minor things that uh, that I forgot to list. However, there were a couple things in uh, the world of the Warriors. Yes, that Warriors world. Um, <laughs> That we should that we definitely need to discuss first. So uh, I think we should start with Andre Iguodala calling into a radio station today. Yeah, yeah. Will you read the actual quote because I thought that was very interesting. Yes, I will. So uh, Andre Iguodala, uh, as we found out uh, at the parade when he gave a shout out to his yoga instructor. Yeah. Uh, he called in to KBLX one hundred two point nine, a station that I actually listen to every once in a while when I'm in the car. And he said that he's usually up in the morning listening to their show because he's on his way to yoga. So um, he said about his uh, pending free agent situation, he said, and I quote, business is business, so you got to do your due diligence. And I'll let my people do their thing, see how that goes. The Bay has been special to me, so you always have your perfect situation and hopefully that gets done. I'm going to let my people do their job. And I just want everybody, he's talking to Warriors fans here, to be respectful of that and not get too emotional about it because I've been getting hit up crazy and I haven't said anything. And I just had a newborn, a baby girl, so I've been at home trying to be a good father, end quote. Okay, well, first of all, your ability to read as just, I remember you a long time ago. (laughs) You you were illiterate, so that was excellent. That means a lot. Um, So this is why I'm thinking. I think that he's calling in and saying this and the first thing that athletes do is they put their representation out there they say the business side's on them right now there's two ways that that shows that's number one is saying if i make another decision it's based on them so don't blame me or yeah, I let think the agent this, be the bad guy duh exactly in this case i think what he's trying to say is my agents are almost pushing for more money so it's not me and it's kind of saying it to the warriors like i'm getting I'm going to let them do the business side so that don't come to me anymore about trying to get low dollars. Let's start talking more dollars and more years and let it do it on the business side, not me. I think that's what I'm hearing. Uh, Yeah, and another interesting variable in the Andre Iguodala contract situation is that his agent was Rob Palinka, who is now the general manager uh, of the Lakers. So Iguodala, I believe, stayed with that agency, but clearly there's a little bit of a different dynamic without Rob Palinka, who would be negotiating directly with Bob Myers in that relationship. Although, I, I, Grant, I got to admit, I really don't think any of this noise matters. I think that the Warriors, the management, the ownership group, they already know what number they are comfortable giving Andre Iguodala. Nothing, Absolutely. nothing can really change in the next 10 days to two weeks that is going to all of a sudden completely blow up the Warriors' plans. Well, right? they, 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 know, they know what Andre brings to their team, so that's obvious. And they also know what they're willing to do money-wise. It's not like yes. something's going to happen where the Timberwolves go, we are offering them $20 million, and now the Warriors are like, you know what, because that happened, let's go up to 18 No, they know their no. threshold. They know their max. They're only going to go so far. Half their plans really revolve around making sure their core four are set, and they're not going to do anything that's going to break the bank to re-sign Iguodala if it means sacrificing a Clay or Draymond later on. So 
I agree with you. I think there's a max that they already know. I think years is the only toss-up at this point. Um, and obviously they have a plan with that too. Now, I do think it is pretty, I don't know what word, interesting, funny, um, that Iguodala felt kind of compelled to go on to the radio station, though, to say something. Obviously, he is uh, reacting because of the report from the day before that we talked about on yesterday's podcast uh, that he is going to seriously consider other teams. So, Yeah, I think, you know, part of me just wonders if his team goes to him and says, hey, we're going to leak this out. So that, you know, and he goes, okay, sure, that, that makes sense. But he didn't realize the, the reaction it was going to get. Yeah. Because I, I truly think he, and you and I both believe, he really is going to come back to the Warriors. And I, I just, I don't think he expected that type of reaction from it. So I think it kind of caught him off guard. That's my guess. Again, I, what do I know? I don't know. Yeah, do I know anything? You're just uh, an outsider. I'm just a guy. You're just uh, a dude. T- let's, let's talk about uh, what CJ McCollum said today. CJ McCollum. All right, uh, moving forward. on. Yep, item number two. Portland Trailblazers star um, who really showed up this playoffs. I, I really didn't know. I knew he was really good and you've always, you've been a big fan of CJ, but I actually didn't know how good he was, or at least his effort defensively was better than I remembered. Yes. Um, and he really did a good job bottling up clay a little bit uh, defensively. So that was impressive, but that's neither here nor there. We like CJ McCollum. He's we a friend do. of the show just we because do. he seems to be a, a cool dude. But also, he seems to be friends with a lot of the Warriors, Dude, which I always respect. Dude, you stole the words from my tweet earlier today. I, I, after posting this story uh, to NBCSportsBarry.com, I quote tweeted, CJ gets it. He's a cool dude. He's a cool dude. That's literally <laughs> what I he was, said. He was pretty much just saying, leave the Warriors alone. They, they did it right. They drafted the guys. Like, well, I'm going to read the quote. I'm going to oh, read the read quote. Oh, read it, please. Read yeah, the quote. So he was on a podcast with uh, Alex Kennedy of Hoops Hype who essentially, you know, talked to him about the Warriors and how good they are, and then asked him, are the Warriors bad for the NBA? Because that has been kind of a talking point as of late. And this is what he said. He said, no, no, I think that's garbage, man. They've done things the right way. It's not like they cheated. They drafted well, they developed players within, and then they bring in an outsider in KD, who was a free agent and had every right to sign with whatever team he wanted. So I don't understand how that's considered bad for the game. If anything, other teams need to get better. Other teams need to figure out ways to execute trades, to execute in the draft, develop players internally, and try to put something together, end quote. That's awesome. I CJ love that. gets it. So let's think about the Portland Trail, Trailblazers for a second. They drafted Lillard and McCollum. Right. Yes. So that's impressive. Now, do we know if they can be a perfect combination of their sizes with, you know, it depends on what they do after this. But let's say they draft another guy that just becomes a star as well. Then they're one piece away from a free agent just signing with them that you have a quote unquote super team. Well, just like that's that. not necessarily because they won't be able to just sign a free agent because they're they have absolutely no cap space they're in the luxury well, yes yes i was i was giving the example well first of all they made two terrible signings last year and that's the reason they're in that position but and i'm referring to evan turner and i like alan crab a lot but that was a lot of money they gave him well here's um, that as we've talked about they i think they had to match crab and not let him walk and go to brooklyn I but agree. then after that they signed evan turner and that, and that one is just, just it's just inexcusable. so stupid so talk about stupid moves by the way just i have i have to say this like the fact that the Lakers were able to shed Mozgov's salary that easily was was impressive. Okay, so you now, and I agree then. 
about which part? That the trade overall was a good thing for the Lakers. I think it was a good thing for both teams. I think it made complete – if you're looking at what teams, what the Nets were trying to get for Brooke Lopez last year, the names that were being thrown around, it was, it was trash deals for them. The fact that they just got D'Angelo Russell out of this is really impressive. Now, I don't know how I feel about D'Angelo as a player. <laughs> All he's right, 20- so, so, so it's a good trade for the Nets, yet you don't know how you feel about it. No, him. but he's a 21-year-old, and that's the best you yes. can you, – you know, he was the number two pick overall. So you just kind of hope that he turns into what you want him to be. And maybe maturity is one thing that he needs, right? But Maybe. Yeah, no, I know. So I, I'm just saying I think it's an even trade for both. I think the Lakers are accomplishing what they want to accomplish. I don't see why they're trying to trade for Paul George right now. That makes no sense to me if you already told them that he's going to sign with them the year after. And if you're trying to shed Brooke Lopez's contract and that's the reason you got him, then just wait till next year. Why, well, why? As Because as we're hearing a lot of national reporters talk about, if you let Paul George go to a team for one year and he and, really, and he really likes enjoys his time yeah. there and he, and he feels like that team can win. Right. Then like maybe, a Houston. Yes, and because that team would have his bird rights and they'd be able to give him more money than the Lakers would in free agency. Now, That's true. Paul George, from all indications... Uh, is that he wants to go to the Lakers. He wants to be back at home. He grew up in L.A. He's, he worships Kobe Bryant. He wants to put on that purple and gold. So will the Lakers in the next two days before the draft be able to strike a deal to get Paul George? We'll see. That's probably the biggest question mark over these next couple of days. Right, and to all Warriors fans, why is this relevant? Number one is because it's coming to the Western Conference. And it's the Lakers. And it's the Lakers. And you and I have agreed multiple times about this that it's good for basketball for the Lakers to be good. It was hard for us to say that before when the Warriors sucked. Yeah, exactly. But now that the Warriors are good, it's good for basketball if the Lakers are good. Apparently, well, first of all, the, La- the Warriors are the only team that make the Lakers look good. Because every year the Warriors go in there and yeah, just get trounced. Yeah, they party the night before. <laughs> they get, they get <laughs> hammered up in L.A. That's, this is not an actual, we're not like spreading false information here. I just want to, it's not fake news. I just don't want anyone to actually spread that as if we're trying to say something. Right. But yeah, they get hammered. Anyway, um, so that's the reason. that It's pertinent yes. to everything just because we're talking about player movement is happening simply to counteract against the Warriors, which we talked about last time. And, for instance, the Clippers trying to sell off DeAndre Jordan is a direct correlation <laughs> between they realize DeAndre Jordan cannot play against the Warriors. He's just a non-factor. He cannot be the third best player on a team against the Warriors. Yeah, and, and in, during Jerry West's introductory press conference on Monday, he was asked kind of about the future of the Clippers and the core with uh, the pending free agents with, you know, Blake Griffin and Chris Paul and J.J. Redick. And, and the crazy thing is DeAndre can be a free agent next summer, and he's going to opt out of that final year because he wants to re-up for another big contract. So the Clippers, they could be a completely different team, not only this year, but next year when Jerry West's main goal is to try to lure LeBron to the Clippers. Magic Johnson's main goal is to try to clear uh, space to bring LeBron to the Lakers. And you mentioned being able to shed Timofey Mozgov is... That's, that's why I just think today was a great day for the Lakers. I understand that it is you know somewhat of a risk to get rid of a guy like D'Angelo Russell who has a lot of talent, but... Well, do you know what was interesting about that was... Tell me. I thought for sure by doing that trade, that meant, they're, oh, we're taking LeVar Ball. I mean, LeVar. <laughs> Lonzo Isn't Ball. Isn't that funny? LeVar Ball is just in our consciousness. It's the name that goes fast for, first in my head. 
um, ridiculous. that they're taking Lonzo Ball. But then that rumor came out. Now, obviously, we don't know it's true. But the fact is, they would not be able to draft Lonzo Ball if they got rid of that second pick. So, you know, unless he falls to five somehow, I, I don't see how that happens. But that's interesting to me that they're really not if, – if that's what it's, I'm hearing, then it's, they're not completely sold on Lonzo Ball, which I, is surprising to me because I just thought he was a shoe-in for the Lakers. And at this point, he is. That David Aldridge report definitely does kind of perk your ears up to be like, huh, interesting. So they would have parted ways with the fifth pick also? And then what would they have gotten at number 10? Now, maybe they think that at number 10, they could have gotten a Dennis Smith Jr. or the the point guard out of France, uh, Frank. I can never pronounce his last name. You and I I also agree, but we're agreeing a lot tonight. But this is a very deep draft. This might be – maybe you're not going to have this. You and I have watched film on every single prospect. At number 18 overall, I'm telling you, Drew. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I le- legitimately couldn't like tell you who some of these players are. But all I do know is for the players I do know, I really like the prospects this year. I really do. I think who you're drafting at number four overall can actually be just as good as number 12 overall this draft. And that's not a bad thing. A lot of times that year means, oh, there's just trash after the top three. No, it's but top I'm just heavy saying, and deep. It, it, it's, right, exactly. It's got both. And it's, right. another aspect of that Lakers trade, they got a first-round pick also. So right. they shed Mozgov, and they get the 27th pick in the draft. So they now sit at number 2, number 27, and number 28. Now, I know we're talking a lot about the Lakers here, and Warriors fans probably yeah. just want to well, talk actually, trash about the Lakers. I have a question for you. Okay. So we're talking about these teams trying to position for these free agents coming up, etc. What teams, so the Warriors are the cream of the crop, so what teams are in win-now mode? How many teams are in win now in your mind? Like teams that are like, hey, I'm going to do whatever I can to compete against the Warriors next year. Who are those teams? The Spurs, the Rockets. Yeah. The Utah Jazz. Jazz. If, if, I mean, for them, it's we got to re-sign Gordon Hayward. That's all that matters. Right. And then in the East, the, the Cavs still, obviously. And the Celtics, maybe. You don't know with the Celtics. But the crazy know. part is we named four teams in the Western Conference that are going to try to go for it. And you don't never know what Portland's going to do. You know, they, they have Jokic, so they can try to add another piece somehow. I don't know how they would. By Jokic, you mean Nurkic. Yeah, Jokic is in Denver, who's a very interesting team as well at some point. And the, I feel like the Timberwolves, I'm going on a tangent, but the Timberwolves and the Nuggets are the teams that I look at in terms of talent-wise. It'd be very interesting that ha- what happens with them because yeah, I feel like the Timberwolves, I think more so than the Nuggets. Right. Okay. So anyway, I digress. But if you look at the East, you named one and a half teams potentially going for it. That's that's sad. Like, can you oh. name another team in the East? Like, besides what is it Toronto, Washington? We don't know what Washington's going to do. Yeah, they don't really have any flexibility to do right. much. So it's like we're talking about Warriors pure competition against the Warriors. You don't know what the Cavs are going to do in terms of reconstructing the roster, if they even do that. Um, in term, uh, you, you know, I it's funny, like- the, the, the Clippers are still in win-now mode. I mean, th- their goal, I think they, in their mind, they want to re-sign Chris Paul. They want to re-sign Blake Griffin. I don't think they'll re-sign J.J. Redick. And then next summer, if they get a commitment from LeBron James, you easily can just trade... Um, Blake Griffin and DeAndre Jordan opts out, right? And then you can kind of go from it from there. But the Clippers are still gonna they're gonna try and win this. Okay, year. so let me ask you this: So you know how Doc Rivers is? I I would say we're not exactly great fans of his personnel decisions. 
Um, Nobody but, really can be. He has right. a long track record of so not here's being the thing. able to make the Clippers competitive enough. He wants that core back. At least he says publicly he does, right? Jerry West comes in, and Jerry West is coming from a Warriors team where he has to be like telling Doc and Steve Ballmer, hey, hey, by the way, your team will not beat the Warriors. Like, I just came from that team, and they know everything you're doing. They know everything you're trying, and it's never going to work. It's all about next year for the Clippers in terms of, like, really, really being a serious contender. Right. This year, but it's it, like, it, yeah, we want to win. We want to re-sign our guys. Yeah, we really just need to wait till LeBron's a free agent. Right. And maybe, hey, maybe we'll try to swing a trade for Porzingis. And if, by the way, if Phil Jackson does that, I, I, I just don't know how he shows face in New York ever again. Well, he could be on his way out very soon. Right. Uh, he signed yeah, a five-year deal. He just finished year three, so he's going on to year four now. What, he's making $12 million a year? $12 million a year. Yeah, by the way, Steph Curry was making $11 million a year for the last four years. Think about that one. Yeah, I think it, I think it was 12 this year, though, because I think it was. I think it went up a little bit oh, this year. Oh, okay. Yeah, he was paid Hey, man, details, details matter. Details, <laughs> details matter. do matter. Anyway, we talked a lot about around the league. There's a lot of stuff happening, and I feel like over the next, what, two weeks, we're going to see crazy stuff. So really, in truth, everything we're going to do really tries to relate back to the Warriors because everything everyone's doing is positioning against the Warriors. So, you know, that's what we're going to be talking about for the next little while. That is correct. And in the meantime, as always, follow us on Twitter for me, at Drew Schiller. No C in the last name. D-R-E-W-S-H-I-L-L-E-R. And, and for you. me, it's G Liffman, G-L-I-F-F-M-A-N-N. And, uh, yeah, we're going to be with you. And, again, also, if you or anyone you know would be interesting, interested in sponsoring or having some ads uh, worked with us on Locked on Warriors, reach out to us on LockedOnWarriors at gmail.com. Perfect. Have a great day. We'll talk to you tomorrow. All right. Sounds good. Bye-bye now. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99, and our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details. Hey, Bay Area sports fans. This is Ben Kaspic, host of the Locked On Giants podcast, which should be the next Locked On podcast you fire up in your feed. The MLB offseason is closing in, and I'll have you covered every day, breaking down the rumors, speculation, and transactions that'll shape next year's Giants team. Subscribe to Locked on Giants right now on your favorite podcast provider. This is Josh Lloyd, the host of the Locked on Fantasy Basketball Podcast, the number one fantasy basketball podcast in the world. If you're looking for information regarding fantasy basketball, recaps of the NBA, this is the show for you. We are heading into the offseason and starting to get ready for the 2020-2021 fantasy season. We'll have all the information on what happens through the rest of the playoffs, free agency, the NBA draft, and then heading into a big 2021 season. So make sure you're checking out the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast.